Greetings from this is Sid and I am here with Jeff again. Power to the people. Yeah, we um we just got finished watching Antebellum. Um It was a movie. The movie was <laughs> This movie has layers. I'm interested to see what uh-huh. you thought about it. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> it was okay. All right. Uh, it was it was an okay movie. I'll start. This movie is touted as a horror movie, and I would like to be the first person to deny everything he's doing right now and say it is absolutely a horror movie. See, this shit wouldn't be scary to white people because they don't know what it would be like to be a black person. I mean, I wouldn't. (laughs) I'm familiar with the struggles, but I wouldn't know. But could you imagine becoming too powerful, too well-spoken, too strong, so they kidnap you and take you to a plantation. Hey, spoilers. And make <laughs> you a slave? We haven't got to that yet. You just gave up the whole movie. I did. All in one second. End review. <laughs> um, no. I, yes, it's a horror movie, but it's not what it was marketed as. I don't know what it was marketed as. What? I. Oh, it looked like it was uh, going to be a... I saw nothing. A ghost story-ish like, I watched the trailer. It looked kind of like it's going to be a supernatural movie or a haunting movie. And it's it's definitely not that. No, it is definitely not that. But I would I would definitely give it the horror credit. I, I had seen some things saying it's not. I actually, I watched it with somebody. And they said it's not. To their credit, it, it would be hard for people to realize how scary the ideal behind that actually is but it that's that's fucking that is terrifying man to think that if you got too if you got too high up there just going well, the, they were doing it to other people too so it's not just because of the level but you don't know that because the only other person whose status is revealed in the movie is a professor was a professor yeah, but and they're... at the end of the movie, this is weird that we're going backwards like this, but you really get all of the detail in the end of the movie, which is, is kind of backwards to any other movie. There's there's no backstory until the last, like, ten minutes of the whole movie. So, um, but at the end, the the lady, we'll, we'll get into who all these people are, but the lady that uh, reveals most of this stuff says that, they were people against her father and that she handpicked them, but she didn't want her because well, she thought usually she was too, too high up on this, um, on the radar. Yeah, She's big, you know, she's got national media coverage and she's all right. So now that we've totally blown the whole plot of the movie in the first 30 seconds, we can, uh, we could cap this off. We could just call it. 
What's up? What? Opinion time. I'm done. <laughs> no. Um. So the the movie actually, yeah, we're we the plot is kind of hard to run through because of how the movie is filmed and the fact that all of the details are given in the last segment of the movie. So we already kind of went through what the movie is about. So um, one of the things that I really liked about this movie that totally blew my mind, no lie, I did not see it coming. The movie is filmed starting out on a plantation and it's, it's civil war era. There's Confederate soldiers and you really think it's a period piece. At least I did in the beginning. And well, yeah, at the beginning. And then the main character goes to bed, but she wakes up in our present time. And right then I was like, what the, what, what's happening right now? Like, where did we just go? What is this? And it got weird kind of because you start seeing familiar faces from the, the plantation. plantation in the present. And I'm thinking ancestors, you know, cause they, they make some references to ancestral um, trauma, stuff like that. Your, your ghosts or your ancestors will come to haunt you in your dreams Blah blah blah. Yeah, you start thinking like it's a reincarnation thing, right? Right. Or a... And then the damnedest thing happens. Do I do it? I do it. She gets kidnapped and brought. You already did it to the plantation. Well, I didn't do that, you know, but I'm doing it now. She gets kidnapped and brought to the plantation. So you find out that. The whole past segment that you think is a flashback is actually the present, and the whole present you thought was the present is the flashback. Yeah. Like, I was just kind of mind blown by that. That was a really. I honestly. You watch trailers. You probably. I honestly do. think the. No, I actually. It, it, it did bounce, go back and forth between past and present. Yeah. In the trailer, but. Um... It was mark, kind of marketed as like a jump scare heavy haunting movie. At least that's what I took from it. And, well, in the movie, it's not like that. You get like maybe one or two jump scares, which is usually somebody tapping someone on the shoulder. Yeah, there really weren't any jump scares in the movie. Um, which is good. Yeah, I... the. The intensity is there for a lot of the mm, a lot of the I, I keep wanting to say past, but it's not the past, you know, it's the present. So for a lot of the the Civil War area pieces, mm -hmm. there's a lot of anxiety to them, especially at the end of the movie. And it was It was rough. The whole movie is kind of rough, man. I'm not going to lie. I appreciate that with the um, when they're going back to the plantation and stuff that they didn't really flinch on um, the terrible stuff they're doing. They kind of just it's it, they it's in your face. And I appreciate when they do that in movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I give them credit. They sold that shit. That would be a hard 
thing to I couldn't I couldn't do that. I couldn't just be nah. Not doing it. I mean, in a lot of the dialogue and stuff, and it's not even they the the dialogue isn't heavy racist. There's a lot of you know things that people today would call undertoned racism that isn't undertoned at all. You just don't realize that you're racist. <laughs> but they they don't they don't go after the hard shit, which I kind of appreciated because the movie is it's rough to watch for a lot of a lot of reasons there's a lot of slavery era shit going on that yeah just i if i would cut all the present stuff though or the stuff that's in modern time i would cut all that out just keep it one period no, but it's both modern I mean, it's time. the same period. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't like those scenes, like when they're getting ready to kidnap her and stuff like that. I didn't like, like I didn't like any of the stuff about the hotel or her sassy friend or their date night. I didn't care her for her friend. I, I didn't care for the character. I like the actress. I think the actress. She is, she's a good actress. She's actually really funny. So it was weird to see her play the snotty bitch. But it was also, I don't know. I didn't like it. You know what I mean? It was, it was whatever for me. Just, I would cut all that out. Like, um, have it go to the point where she finds the cell phone and then them escape. And then maybe you could find out that the first time you should know that she has a husband is that when she finds the phone and she tries to call. I don't know, man, because I liked that. I liked that, you know, all of that because they, they show you all the stuff, you know, what she's going through. And you think that that's just her life. And then they cut to what came before that and find out that she's a wife, a mother and a businesswoman. Uh, She's got, a doctorate you know what i mean she's a psychologist and mm-hmm. you find out all this stuff about her and then you realize that she's been kidnapped and gone it kind of adds a lot of emotion to the fact that she's in that situation uh, and i don't think that emotion would not, be there i think um i i didn't get any emotional like attachment because i knew she had a kid or anything it was just kind of like, well, well, I'm telling you, because those scenes didn't seem, they didn't seem very, the scenes themselves, I didn't like, like that. So, I mean, I hated everything when it was like, looked like it was present time. I don't think, and like the, the villain, like the main one, the chick. I think it would have been better if you didn't know that she was going in high, like in her hotel, her hotel room and taking a piss or a dump or whatever she was doing. I could doing. have done without the scene where she broke into the hotel room. That really didn't, it didn't really serve any purpose narratively. You know what I mean? Like you find out she stole her fucking lipstick. That's not really necessary. 
Yeah. I mean, you could probably show her getting kidnapped, like, maybe at the end. Like, then you kind of go through um, when she's telling the story or whatever. But, like, I think it should have been pretty straightforward. The opening shot, I got to say, like, the cinematography in this movie is pretty impressive. I would agree. That opening shot, uh, or the opening scene, that's one shot tracking yeah. the plantation. Well, until, like, they cut. Well, yeah. Do like reaction shots. So you see characters, yes. But yeah, it was is a beautiful shot. There's actually there's there's a few of them in the movie. Yeah. It was very well shot up until the end of the movie. I I have I have a problem with the entire slow motion egg ending. I mean, I yeah, me too. at first I thought she was gonna catch a bullet to the face, but then I realized after that, because you find out that it's a Civil War reenactment area, that they're mm-hmm. hiding a, a slave plantation right in plain sight. Um, yeah, they they're firing blanks, obviously, because it's a reenactment. So that you know clicked that obviously she couldn't catch a bullet. But speaking of catching bullets, I also had a problem with that end sequence because they are holding period proper revolvers. Mm-hmm. They don't fire 32 rounds, man. Nobody reloaded one of those fucking guns and they just kept firing. I did like somebody chasing on a horse with the automatic gun. <laughs> he was like... And she's like... Yeah. I kind of had a problem with that because he's carrying a revolver and it's just firing away like he's... No, he has an automatic, like, it's a... That one's not a period gun. Are you sure? Yeah, you kind of see it in the... Okay, I must have missed it because... He's like... The only guns that I saw were, you know, proper Civil War era, except for one. I I caught a rifle that wasn't proper for the time period and when i saw it i didn't think anything of it because i saw it before it shows you the present and then her getting kidnapped and brought there so i just kind of glossed over yeah. like whatever they made a mistake they tried to make it look well they pulled out the they pulled out them big guns when she was about to escape so but it was still pretty easy for her to escape it it really think, was. Like, I mean, you find out that she already tried once and failed, and then these other people tried and failed, and they execute one in the first scene of the movie, which mm-hmm. that was that was rough to watch. But uh, yeah, at the end, she just gets on a fucking horse and leaves. Yeah. It was like, where was that? So, I mean, I like all the training she goes through during the entire thing you're watching. Like, you don't know what she's. Uh-huh. She's making steps around the house figuring out where the boards creak and all that shit, and you don't put it together until the end of the movie. What I kind of, um, it, I wish it wasn't right out in the open, because it is kind of a secret, only certain people come in, like, um, like the hostile thing, like the hostile, um, community or whatever you want to call it, the society of people that, yeah sit there and torture people this but it's right out in the open 
It is and it isn't. I mean, it's on the other side of the reenactment and it's surrounded by the wall of trees. But yeah, it's a big open plantation. Like, it's hard to believe that nobody, I don't know, flew over it and saw or a fucking helicopter, anything. (laughs) I'm sure it's still a plantation whenever they're not doing reenactments either. I mean, you can't just let them go unless they kill them all and get new ones for every reenactment. Well, they're not bringing in people to the, the slave part. You know what I mean? Like, they're bringing in Confederates, yes, but they're, they're not letting in anybody else. They're not letting tourists in. So, Well, like, special people that get to go yeah. in. But, like, but what I'm saying is, is that when there's not explosions going on during the, and someone's, like, shooting off a gun. Yeah. You're like, well, what's, what's, um, what's going on over there? They're not doing anything today. I don't know, man. They, people shoot guns. I think it's just, a, it's a South thing. I mean, they're in the South. So I, I don't know shit about the South. But, I live in Minnesota. I don't know shit about fucking Georgia. Kind of makes sense why they want them to be quiet all the time, but. Yeah. They're not, sometimes they scream. And they're loud. Yeah. Especially if they're about to get shot. There was, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good in the story. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of positives to the movie, but there's also a lot of downfalls. And I felt like the execution of just the end aspect of the movie could have been done a lot better. Yeah, I think uh, I think the idea is that if you have a good amount of money, you could go and pretend that you're um, a Confederate soldier and these people are slaves. Yeah, I don't know what the idea behind the plantation is. That could probably be it. I'm sure it's something along those lines. But um, the adverse to that isn't who they're letting in. It's who they're kidnapping. And yeah, it's, I don't know. I just feel like, um, you have people coming in because they're paying all this money to, but not everyone is, I don't know. I feel like it'd be easier for you to convince them that they're androids like, uh, like in Westworld. <laughs> and then that's why they're doing like all this terrible shit to people, not to two, like the, main people where they're actually kidnapping people, but like the regular Confederate soldiers, they're at being assholes to these slaves who are real people, but if they go, you know, they're not real. And then they have all this, like, you know, they're not real. I could do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, I think that would be kind of a, I think uh, that they get cool off thing. more knowing that they are real. I don't think I don't think a lot of people would though. I think um, a lot of people probably wouldn't, but you know, I think it'd be easier to have more because they they're making money off of this, and I think it'd be easier to and not to get caught too. Like you could go, well, they're androids the entire time, and then you could have like officials coming and checking that have like a prototype. Yeah, but this is based in reality. No, yeah, I know. They don't have fucking androids, man. You can't build a lifelike robot. (laughs) 
Oh, it doesn't have to be complete. You could just have an exoskeleton like you fucked up and go, well, that's what's in all these people. And Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, 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 you talk about Westworld and shit, right? That's based in the future. Yeah. Look, well, it's more believable than no one knowing fucking shit's going on in the middle of a park. I don't know, man, because this kind of shit actually does go on. So, I mean, not not to the extent that we're seeing where they're kidnapping fucking people that are in the public eye, but kidnapping and forcing people into slavery still exists in the South. I I know this for a fact. That kind of shit actually happens. And people don't say or do anything about it. And the legal system in the South is actually engineered to protect those people and allow it. Like, they, they still use slave labor from fucking prisons down there. It runs everything. They, it's, it's a Southern thing. So to say that it's unbelievable that the shit would happen is just sadly inaccurate. Because in a lot of Southern states... No, it's still unbelievable. That shit, it's, it's going on right now. Yeah, but this is like right out in the open. It's kind of like... Yeah, so are prison chain gangs. It's right out in the open. They fucking go arrest people and provide evidence proving somebody's guilty of a crime that they never committed, and then they force them into slavery. Uh That's a bit different. It's really not, because that's right out in the open. No, like the idea is not, but there you have... Like, if I came to your house right They're now... They're not just kidnapping and, people. Well, they are, though. They're just... Yeah, but they falsif- have paperwork saying, hey, this person's a Yeah, they falsified prisoner, evidence. So How what we're doing is okay. Do shit, like, with any of them, you know what I mean? They didn't, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, if somebody came and took me or you and forced us into labor, but provided documentation saying, like, you fucking sell guns to Iranians or I, I have a nuclear bomb <laughs> under my bed. Like, they're just gonna, okay, cool, so slave. Like, that doesn't make it right, but that's that's what's going on. And that's why this is completely believable, because the shit could be in the open it's in the South. It is. It's not believable to you because you don't think the shit could exist, but I, I know that the shit actually does exist. And you're hung up on the semantic argument over whether somebody having a legal document saying they should be a slave or shouldn't. I'm talking legally as in, I'm like, not hold up on that. you know, in prison makes it <clears throat> one believable in the other not because one can be out in the open yeah, if yeah. they're wearing an orange jumpsuit, but the other can't be out in the open if they're in a field picking cotton. But if it's so easy to escape and it's right there and as soon as she escapes, they kind of do something about it. Yeah, it, I still like that. So, the whole ending of the movie just kind of the movie itself has that like anxious, gritty feel to it. You know what I mean? Like it's really intense. That ending just kind of blew it for me because it was so easy for her to just get on that fucking horse and leave and take him out. And did you see her beating that chick's ass at the end of the movie? Like she could have fucked that dude up in his sleep. She could have broke a bedpost off right. like days prior, left it there, murdered him in his sleep, and just rode right the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the escape was too easy. I did like the escape. I'm not going to lie because the, the dude, like the, the main prick officer in charge, 
he got what he deserved. I I liked that. I liked that the general and the main officer and one of the other officers. Should we? Should we? Got should, burnt to death. All right, you said it. They got locked yeah, in the you fire. You already spoiled barn the first part. And they, she lit them on fire. And then the chick. Yeah. I liked. I liked hers too. She got hers. I. I liked. I liked her getting noosed and drugged by a horse. I'm not gonna lie. I was like. Oh, I have a thing against racists and racism. It's it's a problem. <laughs> it's not really a problem, but I like. Oh my god, man! I was so fucking. I was so cheerful and giddy when she was just killing all them people. I was really sad that the professor got killed, though. I'm not gonna lie, you knew he was going to. I though. did. You could tell on his face that he knew, too. He wasn't going to make it out of there. Well, as soon as the character says, if I don't make it. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to make it. If I don't make it out of here is the same exact thing as I'll be right back. Yeah, or a couple days until retirement. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. The officer retired. Or just like acknowledging that you're in a relationship <laughs> or that you have kids. I just smoked a joint. You want to have premarital sex? <laughs> All right. Well, they're getting off in a sleeping bag beaten against a tree. So, yeah. I love it. I mean, there were a lot of parts that I did like in this movie. And then there were a lot of parts that. I agree. I agree completely with that. I really like the premise of the movie. I like... I liked... That it got made. As opposed to some other things that I've seen lately. Um, I... I would have deleted all the... um, I wouldn't. I get what you're saying because it does kind of... I think it would flow better. Yeah. I just, I liked the twist of it because like I said, I haven't seen the trailer, so I wouldn't have known any of that was coming. That's, that's. Well, it wasn't. And it wasn't in the trailer. Not that, that it's well, twisted. The but fact you, that it went back and yeah, forth. Yeah, you, but... you already said that they had both the, the plantation and the not plantation in the trailer. So I, I hadn't seen the trailer. I didn't know that it was going to switch like that. So both times when it, when it switched between the two, that threw me for a loop, and then when she gets brought there, and you find out that that's her present situation, like that, that fucking blew my mind. Trailers, man. Some of you, I'm I'm getting into editing. Okay, like this is my thing now. Not really, it's not my thing, but I'm fucking with it, and I'm coming for you because you're making trailers that suck. I'm gonna start doing your job for you. I'm gonna make trailers that don't ruin movies. <laughs> I'm going to make trailers with a voiceover of me just saying all the shit that's going to happen. Ooh, this is right before she shoots him in the face. Cut to the next scene. (laughs) Just In a world. (laughs) In a world where everybody dies and nobody sees it coming. (laughs) Like, that's the first line. In a world that turns post-apocalyptic. In a world where this kid at the playground is about to get got. And everybody's just like, what? (laughs) whatever (laughs) no but seriously I I wish 
I wish better for trailers. I think trailers are a, a I, I give them credit. It's a hard line to walk because you want people to come. You want people to be intrigued and interested in coming because a lot of people aren't like me. You know, they go based on the trailer. They go based on reviews and ratings. That's what dictates whether or not they're going to come out to see your production. And of course, the ultimate goal for filmmakers is to get people to come see your shit. So if yeah. your trailer sucks, more than often people aren't going to come see your shit. I'm not one of them. I, I just like movies, man. I don't watch trailers. I refuse to because I want that experience. That's why I see movies. I watch movies for the experience, for the emotion, for the feeling, for the surprise, for the fucking anxiety-ridden tension that just makes you want to dry your hands and go hug a kid. Not Joe Biden hey, hug every... either. I'm talking like, you know, <laughs> go love your fucking relatives, not somebody else's. Well, every scene <laughs> other than the modern stuff has that tension. I don't, like, it should just go straight through and then it will hold on to that tension like through like the whole movie probably. And without that breakup, it's kind of like, I think it would be a better movie. I, I could understand that if you had it start and you changed the tone of like the hotel, like you, you could keep the attitude she was getting, but like, it's got that creepy horror theme music in the background. You know what I mean? Like that ominous shit going on. Like you, you could get yeah. rid of that and you could just have it be a a standard sequence. You know what I mean? Kind of like in Hostel. You brought Hostel up earlier. When, when they're not yeah. kidnapped yet, it's just a movie. And then all the tense tones and background music and shit starts after they're getting kidnapped whatever so you could have had her start as the family woman and played it straight through and then have her get kidnapped and be there i guess i i appreciate a good twist so i liked it oh no i didn't mean that i meant like that stuff is gone from the movie completely but then it would just be her on the plantation and then she would get free yeah. and then it would be the end yeah <laughs> that'd be so, yeah, so like... confusing yeah, like, I don't know, like the best... Um, it would also only be like, like 35 kinda... minutes long. Yeah, that'd be good too. <laughs> uh, no, I know, I... it was half the movie, so... It was actually <laughs> the majority of the movie took place on the plantation, so... Yeah, so taking out the... I I wouldn't want them to. I get why you're saying you would. I mean, I, I could see that. I Hey, man, I have the ability to recut it. It'd be like a good version of the village. If you want to see the Loonsville cut of Antebellum, drop a comment. <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll tear that It'd shit up. Good... <laughs> It'd be the good version of the village. And, you know, we need a good version of the village. M. Night Shyamalan. I'm still mad at you for the village, man. Well, you could you could make a good version. No, you can't. With just scenes. <laughs> No, with scenes of Antebellum, like what, take the Annabelle movie and turn it into the village. Take all, all the modern stuff. You can't make a it good even has of the, the airplane. <laughs> it even has the airplane. Somebody asked me once, "What's the village about?" I said, "Yellow, red, and don't go in the woods." And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Exactly. Don't fucking see it." 
it's a period piece love story that ends up with a twist. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a fucking twist, man. I I was not a fan. I'm sorry, but M. Night Shyamalan is way better than the shit he does. And he's proven that like to everybody, which doesn't make any sense to me. I don't want to get on an M. Night Shyamalan tangent. But we can if you want. You keep Bruce Willis in your shit, or James McAvoy. That man carried your movie, and he did it well. James McAvoy in Split is some of the best acting I have seen in an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> it was also just... I would go a little bit further it was, than I, an M. Night Shyamalan movie. I was going to say, I was, <laughs> I was leading to it. I was also going to say, just in general, he he is, I shouldn't say was, he is an amazing actor. He is fucking first class. And he did a great job in that movie. He does a great job in a lot of movies. He, he should have been in The Happening. You know what? Shouldn't have been in The Happening? The Happening. <laughs> I don't know. You recast it. It might be a decent movie. I didn't mind the cast. I minded the entire premise and <laughs> everything. I don't know. Most of the cast didn't give a fuck. They're just like, whoa. That's, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know if that was the cast not giving a fuck, but I mean, maybe. Because nobody seemed to care about that movie that was in that movie. And... This movie is supposed to be a big deal, too. This was his, what, first rated R movie? I don't even know who made this movie, man. I looked up nothing. Oh, this? No, I'm sucking. Oh, about, M. Night Shyamalan and The Happening? Yeah, that was supposed to be a big deal. Like, um... It was his first rated R movie. And, like, the trailers were, um... yeah. Making that a point. Yeah, not they. The trailers made a lot of points, and the movie followed through on none of them. I just well, this movie, M Night Shyamalan, man. I swear, I I have heard, pray tell that you may or may not be currently working on something, and I know you're not going to see this, but I'm talking directly to you, like you're fucking watching me. Don't fuck up. So now that that's done, or do, or do, <laughs> look, man, if you want to remake the happening in the village, you do your thing. But I, I just, I want you to know that I, I believe you can do great things without Bruce Willis. And if you don't, right, then do the, put him in your movie. Redo the witches. Maybe that would be better than what we got. I'm still pulling for that movie to get pulled. Right, like, just I don't want to get into the backlash that it got because we were talking about it earlier. Uh, but I do want to say, like, I am surprised that the backlash isn't because the movie just exists. Those were my exact words, and I <laughs> I can't agree with them anymore because I, yeah, I spoke them, and yeah, I know you feel the same because you said the same shit during the review we did. <laughs> Like, how does this exist? Yeah. I'm just upset that it is. And yeah, we don't we don't have to touch yeah. on the backlash. I mean, we already did a review for the movie. I wish we would have had that information before we did the review because we could have brought it up. 
I do want to say I'm. Well, it wasn't when we watched it, so I mean, right. that'd be. I want to. I want to say on behalf of Loonsville, I am sorry to any kid that gets made to feel a monster. And <laughs> if you ever need help, uh, I will completely come kick the shit out of somebody picking on you. Just I'll videotape it. Right. We'll put it on yeah. Loonsville. We'll bully the bullies. I'm just kidding. That's that's not a threat, and I can't actually do that. But I know people that know people that will. They'll wear jumpsuits. They're not scared. Yeah. Be strong. We're gonna train a bunch of kids to be super tough that could beat up anybody. So no matter who we need to beat up, no matter what age, we'll have a fighter in that age group. I will totally teach you kung fu. And chains. <laughs> Bring chains and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> all these little disenfranchised children show up fucking kindergarten or first grade wearing chains around their wrists their belts are replaced <laughs> with fucking chains yeah. they got spiked jackets on like people used to wear in the early 90s yeah whenever they fight they snap we just birthed a new chain gang we're bringing them back man the warriors fuck yeah it's like the 80s all yeah. over again. You need a denim jacket. But no one wants spikes. to come out and play. <laughs> no one wants to come out and play fucking COVID. <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> I, I just thought of the greatest comedy skit that could be made. And it's all warriors. You get the warriors. Um, and they won't come outside. But you, you get the other gang out there, warriors, come out and play. And then the, the warriors get in the window and they're like, nah, man, COVID. Mm. No, they, they're all wearing their masks. Social distancing. Get away from each other. Six feet. I don't know why like that the is the South Park so um, pandemic special. I haven't seen that yet. I just saw an ad for it today, actually, and realize that it, it's it, pretty funny it is a thing so i'm gonna have to watch it i haven't i am two seasons behind on south park i try to stay up on that shit because i south park and family guy i really like the way that they do um social situations political situations and economic situations through comedy it's just mm-hmm. both of them also have like some really risky notes. So there, there's some of the stuff that I, you know, you kind of cringe at mainly in saw in family guy. He, he does some, he does some touchy material, but I, I like Seth MacFarlane. It's not as funny as it used to be. It isn't. And it is, I, I, I don't know why it isn't. You know what I mean? I think... I think it, it's either got to do with lawsuits or something. Because doing stuff like that... South Park gets sued like nine times a year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're just those guys. They don't care. That's that's what they do. <laughs> they're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you take yeah. me to court. I, I'll pay you. What do you want? You can have my trailer. Like... I, I don't actually think they live in trailers. I think both those guys are well off. Uh, they should be. They they have had 
what are we at now? 21, 22 crazy seasons of that show. Yeah, plus a few movies. It's insane to think that. Plus the Broadway, um, the Book of Mormon. Right. And you know what? I actually saw Bigger, Longer, and Uncut in theaters, and I have the hardest time believing that that was 21 years ago. I uh, recently rewatched it and have a hard time thinking that, too. The only reason why you know is because Saddam Hussein is a character. Ah, come on, Satan, don't be a bitch. <laughs> you know, Saddam. It's just like Team really America. Like when you the only reason why you know that's dated. Oh, my God, Team America's <laughs> dude, puppet sex. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of the episode The only reason Park why you when, know that's uh, dated is Kim Jong-il. Yeah, the episode in South Park, there's a, there's a Halloween episode that featured corn. Which I fucking yeah. loved. My all time favorite South Park episode just because Corn was on there and they had the power of Corn. I loved that they did their own voices <laughs> and made them all cartoony. It was. And Niblet. Like, I. So much greatness in that episode. No, but the, so the, the cemetery <laughs> workers come over and they're talking to Stan or Kyle. Kyle, right? About how his. I think it's been his forever. grandma has been dug up and removed and yeah they're telling sheila and him all about it and they're like right now they're probably drilling new holes in her body and making love to them it sounds like fisting a jar of mayo and the guy pulls out a jar of mayo and just starts fisting it and i was like what the fuck like how do you do this on a cartoon like they had some of the it was bar none the most touchy and inappropriate shit ever was on early South Park and it's still pretty inappropriate but it's so great oh yeah and they keep that edge man they keep that edge going and it's what works you know what they should do an episode of this movie as South Park (laughs) I I don't know I think they're getting ready to cancel it aren't they or just stop i don't know i mean it's it's hard to say i they could always want to call it but then things keep happening i mean they're they're pretty good about staying on the pulse of both you know like i i want to say pop culture but it's not really pop culture there's they're political and pop culture yeah, they're, they're they're great with society in a whole. They just they they really yeah. fucking they make it funny. They take all of the bad and stupid shit that happens and they twist it into worse and stupider shit for TV. And it's <laughs> fucking I comical. Think... I love it. Like the the year think... that Trump was elected, man. Like the Hillary Trump fucking season. That right. shit was wild, oh. and it was Mister Hat. <laughs> versus oh, Mr. Garrison <laughs> yeah he's not Miss Garrison anymore now he went back to being Mr. Garrison and now he's Trump he is yeah it's it's I like how they wouldn't touch him like they knew damn well that Trump pulls everybody into court so they won't touch Trump but they will turn one of their dumbest gayest characters into Donald Trump. 
I don't know. Maybe that would have been the intention anyway. And I loved it. No, that was the they, that's why they had him running against Hillary instead of putting yeah. Trump in the show. Well, I don't know if it's because they know Trump is gonna um, sue or anything. Oh, I think I'm it, sure. I think the reason why it worked. Well, he always talks to the kids and stuff. The, the kids wouldn't call Trump. They would call him Mr. Garrison, though. It's a thing. Like, they would call him and go, hey, we need your help. And he's like, fuck you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Um, before we continue everything that is not this movie, because it's going to happen, I want to get... I want to get the ratings. I want to get the review approval or lack of out of the way just for solidarity, just in case people only want to hear us talk about, you know, the movie. Um, I, I give the movie. I want to give it a three. I want to give it more, but I'm going to give it a three. I I liked I liked the movie a lot. I will say that I do recommend seeing it. Um, I just I've been too generous with all my stars, man. I gotta keep the stars. I honestly think they could have done uh... alright. So they're I think it it worked better as a satire. I think. The whole idea, because it's... Please, no. Not a funny one, just like a one that blows things out of proportion. Because they kind of do, but they're too serious about it. Like, the the chick villain, she's a cartoon character. And the movie's too serious for a cartoon villain. Okay, I I appreciate that. She is kind of a cartoony villain, yeah. She's pretty Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but we're... uh. The movie is a serious movie. She's Snidely Whiplash. Yeah, it's too serious for Snidely Whiplash to be your villain. It's, um... (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's hard to put into words what is... What is... She's a cartoon character. What is wrong with her character? You know what? She's a fucking racist, so, I mean, it's hard for me to try and figure out what they could have changed about her, because I'm disinterested in her immediately. I don't like her. Right, but my plan is cuts her out all, like, completely until the end. (laughs) When she's getting killed. That's the only scene with her? You just see her get noosed well, off no, a horse. No, because she's in the. No, I'm saying in my. No, she's in the plantation. She gets stuff. noosed off a horse, drug into a fucking statue, and dies. That's it. That's the only time you see her. You care not about. Oh, I'd still have the. I'd still have the dot. Her leading the daughter around, naming the people. I think that's an important part of the movie. I wouldn't, you know. Like she'll be in it. And I wouldn't end. cut that. I just. Well, she's got to have a reason. Wouldn't give her any speaking parts. <clears throat> Uh, well, she'll have a speaking part. I mean, they gotta have a re like you have to feel for this person when she gets her like payback. And I don't. I think if you cut her lines or whatever, 
It's not as like, fuck, yeah, you got that bitch. But none of the scenes where she's calling her or driving a Uber or yeah, taking a shit in her hotel room make that any more impactful. You could cut the hotel stuff. The Uber scene was important. That's when she's getting kidnapped. And the guy pops up into the back. You could, you know, maybe trim her involvement and not know that she's driving the car, I guess. You got to keep the scene, but you you don't have to show her. You know, the guy coming out of the back seat and kidnapping her when she finds out she's in the wrong car, sure. But you could cut it showing her and informing you that she stole her lipstick. <laughs> really was not important to know. <laughs> One billion dollars. Um, no, like, yeah, I think I think a re-edit on some stuff might might be cool. I overall, I liked the movie. It was just the ending for me. Actually, I think it would like not knowing um what's going on yet, but then all of a sudden they start throwing in modern things. I think that would have worked better than the flip flop. Um, like especially with I don't the... know, dude. If a cell phone rang and the whole time I thought they were on a fucking plantation in the eighteen hundreds, I would I would be lost. I would be so No, not confused. the cell phone yet. No, like, you know, um, after we find out the twist, um, the asshole that kicked the pregnant girl, um, the awkward kid, um, he, like, is vaping, so, like... Yeah, but see, I would, but I would be confused about like... that, too. Like, a fucking vape yeah. in the 1800s, I'd be like, what the but fuck That's is the this? point. Like, then you start going... But, like, yeah, he's vaping. You know he's a douchebag just because of that. You don't even need um him kicking the pregnant lady. <laughs> I... I don't know. I I would be... I would be thrown off by that. Just me personally. I, I appreciate your I mean, view of it. that's kind of the point, but, though, isn't it? Well, I mean... I wouldn't be thrown off in an okay way. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? I think I would be turned off to the idea of the movie if the entire time I thought it was a period piece and then all of a sudden the dude pulls out a vape. And then a cell phone rings. <laughs> and then she escapes into, like, the current world. I mean... Yeah. Maybe. I guess. that You're talking the M. Night Shyamalan cut now. Yeah. She'll find the phone. She calls her husband that you don't even know exists until this moment. And she's like, I don't know where I'm at, but I'm going to send you a ping. Yeah. And you're just like, did they have pings? When was the Civil War? Was that last week? Is that a fucking iPhone? Like, What's going on here? Yeah. When did they start making yeah. vapes? I thought this shit came out fucking 10 years ago, 15 years ago. You're talking 300, 400 years? <laughs> I don't know, like, there are bits and pieces of the way um, people were acting anyway that kind of go, yeah, something's a little scary Actually, here. I'm glad you said that, because the hair. Uh-huh. The way that the the female people that were enslaved had their hair done. 
uh-huh. a lot of those hairstyles and hairdos were done back then. And that was the first thing that caught my eye when I saw them in the cotton field picking cotton. I And that was before the, the twist of it going back to now. Uh-huh. I was like... But that's right around when I saw the rifle for the first time, too. And I was like, all right, they kind of missed a couple things, but I'm going to let it slide. And then after it it did the whole present past thing, but it's both present, I was like, wow, okay, it makes sense. They didn't fuck up at all. They're actually in current times now. I get it. Hmm. Well, some of the ways, some of the soldiers and stuff were acting, too, were kind of like... Well, you start going. Well, I don't. I don't think they would um, be um, acting that way. And then, the further you go into, like they hint at it all the way through, so you can still have that. And you're like, well, because they. I think they're hoping that you're gonna go. Ah, it's fine. It's just historical inaccuracies. And you're going to, like, let it slip until, like... Oh, yeah, we get plenty of those kind of, uh... Yeah. I don't want to say it. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to be that guy. That's a fucking white history thing right there. I'm totally going to say it. What? White history. I already said it. The history that people read and learn is completely inaccurate. I call it white history. There's so much shit wrong with it that it's not even funny. They they leave out a whole well, it is bunch kind of, of funny. shit. I mean, sure, I guess it's comical if you want it to be, but some shit is that's a little it's a, yeah, our, a lot um, fucked up. I can't even say it's a little fucked up. I have a lot of problems our with the education way system is, has is told and written. I mean, obviously it's written by the people they call victors, but they failed to tell people yeah. how they did a lot of things. And then when people are becoming accountable for that history, people are all butthurt about it. And, oh, you can't change history. Why the fuck not? They did. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying, like, well, yeah, history is pretty fucked up. But, like, the entire school system is fucked up now. So, yeah, I'm not talking about just in school. that surprised? But, I mean,. No, I'm not surprised by it, but I mean, we're talking even college-level education. I know people that are history majors. That's that's a school. I know it is, but, you know, there's a difference <laughs> between not telling kids in elementary school. There's, like, no written anything about a lot of the shit that happened historically, unless you get it from the people that had it happen to them. Like the gold rush. The <laughs> gold rush is one of the biggest things for me as far as native shit across the nation goes for historical inaccuracies they talk about all this you know people traveling west and nobody was living there they don't talk anything about the native tribes that inhabited that land that were enslaved and forced to dig up that gold and murdered and tortured and all this shit you don't hear any about that i fucking sure as shit didn't read any of that in school but you know what all that gold rightly belongs to a bunch of native people and Natives would currently be the wealthiest people in the world on any plane, like on any continent. But they get tortured and enslaved and murdered and stolen from. 
And I'm not just talking to the United States, even though it's a big one. Even, you know, for me, mm-hmm. being from Minnesota, the fucking, the Sioux totally got robbed, man. Yeah. I would give this movie like a two and a half. Now he rates it. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I asked for the rating fucking 10 minutes ago. I go on this whole tangent about fucking native mistreatment. And he's like, so two. I give it a two and a half. The cheating, the cheating in the polls. I don't like it. It's fake news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit! I've been reading that shit all day. It's I'm getting like pretty like. I'm ready for it to be done, man. I'm just. It's fucking comical, it, dude. It's it's so funny, but at the same time, it's like just pack your shit and get the fuck out, dude. Nobody wants you here. I think I think the the worst part for me is well nobody is a stretch because there are some okay I I recommend this movie because we're about to go down a rabbit hole so do you recommend this movie he said yes we recommend this movie <laughs> it's it's uh it's an alright movie like <laughs> all right my rabbit hole my whole thing is Trump okay two things Trump. For the last year and beyond, the entirety of his presidency has said everything is fake news and the media is full of shit and they're all lying. And then yesterday he tweeted out something saying that the the election is being defrauded and everything's fake. Just ask the media. And I was like, wait, so now we're supposed to listen to the people that are full of shit? And <laughs> on top of that, he... He has been just the biggest hypocrite, and I, I don't, well, I don't care to touch on you know has been points. I mean, he's but is yeah he well yeah he is, but he publicly has been for the last four years the biggest hypocrite. And if you need proof, just look on his Twitter. I mean, we're not going to get into fucking details about all of it because it doesn't need to be that deep. But he has relentlessly gone after people before him for shit that he does without any fucking care in the world. And he's just like, oh, no, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. These people are bad. He's a terrible president. If the president does that, he's failing. But I'm going to do it right now. And I'm great. I'm the best. You can't be better. There was this. There was a speech that he um, did. He said he's the least racist person in the room, but the people in the room in the room was like his family and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he says shit like that, and it's great. No, but so he he does all of this shit, and he's done it for years, and the entire time it's going on. All of the media is backing him, especially Fox News. They're just riding his fucking oh. dick on all this shit, especially Fox News. And they're just... Everything's far left this, and they're full of shit, and they're wrong. And now that he's on his way out, because he is on his way out, the, the fucking... They're all like, oh, he's just... He's too far gone. He's just being a sore loser. He's pathetic. It's over. It's done. And I'm like, oh, now you're gonna fucking flip-flop, dude. I hope you all get fired. Well, he wants, uh, what, to recount all the votes now. He's suing, um... Well, he's not within a close enough percentage to demand a recount, so he's suing the states that he lost in, 
And it's it's hilarious to me. He's trying to get them to stop the count of the votes. Mm-hmm. While well, he's also trying to shut down the post office, too. I mean, the entire time, could you imagine? He has been, they've been fucking with the mail. He puts somebody in charge mm-hmm. of the mail that has no business being in charge of the postal service that has been fucking with shit the entire time. They've been shutting down polls across the nation. People have been talking about it. I read about it all the time on Twitter and shit. People that live places and are like, we have 12 polling locations in my immediate area. And they've all been shut down except for three. And I'm like, how the fuck is that legal during an election? You know, but he's talking about how they should stop the count and all of this shit. And I'm like, dude, you have been doing everything in your power to fuck people out of the ability to vote against you. And you're still mm-hmm. losing. Could you imagine if you hadn't done all the shit you did this year to <laughs> fuck people out of voting? Like, oh, and then there's that. Um, it would have been a landslide. You don't use a, a Sharpie chance. thing. Did you read about the Sharpie thing? No. If they let you use a Sharpie, um, call this number because they won't count your vote. No, it says that um, they recommend using a Sharpie because of yeah. various the, reasons. The The scanner is really touchy, so if you don't entirely fill in the bubble, it won't count what you marked. I mean, I mm. know that, so I have no problem filling out a ballot, but... If people don't, like, say, an 18-year-old voting for the first time and he just scribbles in it like he's in fucking grade school, yeah, it won't tally that. It won't work. Well, no, the count, their votes are being counted. They're just fear-mongering no, I'm, because I'm of I'm saying the, the machine, so I, I'm agreeing with you. They, they will let you use a Sharpie to fill it in because it's more solid and the machine reads it better. Yeah. So to say that they're not going to count your vote because you used a Sharpie is just insane. Well, what they're saying is the um, the polls are doing it on purpose because that's because they're handing you the sharpie. They they are rigging the election by giving you a a better utensil. <laughs> <laughs> they're rigging the world by giving you this safety mask. You know, I worked for a company one time where you had to wear safety glasses. Were they rigging the uh, the business by providing me safety glasses? Yes. <laughs> You're making things better, and that's not okay. Who are you to tell me what I'm going to do with my eyes? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much that guy. I never wore those safety glasses. My eyes are fucked up. I can't see without these glasses. Safety glasses don't fit over them. They refuse to buy me the goggle ones that do. I was like, what do you want me to do, man? I can't put these plastic shits that look just like this over this. And if I right. put them on without these, I can't do my job. Well, you have to go get your own then. Yeah, that's what they said, but then I showed them the manual that said that they had to provide me safety equipment because it came out of my paycheck, and I was like, where's my shit? And they were like, well, I gave you them, and I'm like, well, they don't work. <laughs> and they were like, that's too bad. I was like, well, whatever, dude. Don't fucking say shit to me on a job site then. And I want to say a uh, big shout-out to that company right there. That's my, uh, my shout-out to you. You owe me money. You owe me so much fucking money, and someday... Someday you're all going to get it back. I promise. 
Oh, yeah, right there. I'm going to fucking walk up with uh, like a Rocky lock. You know what I'm talking about? That that big fucking yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger handshake from the Predator. Predator. Dylan, you son of a bitch. But it's going to be like a bunch of dudes with chains. No, it's going to be a bunch of little kids with chains, man. <laughs> fuck your shit up. <laughs> I'm going to show up with a school bus full of fucking nine-year-olds that just get picked yeah. on every day, and I'm going to just tell them to beat For chains you. and butterfly knives. <laughs> Yo, I still have my first butterfly knife, man. I love butterfly knives. I, I taught myself how to use one of those so well that I, I don't even cut myself with a double-sided blade. I've never cut myself with one. That's not true. I stab myself. <laughs> once. Yeah, I just imagine like once. a nine-year-old going... Just twirling the shit out of it like a pro, throwing it up in the air, catching it. Yeah. While he's, like, spinning the chain around, like, intimidation. <laughs> that would be so intimidating, twirling a chain and twisting a <laughs> butterfly knife. It's like patting your head and rubbing your stomach for gangsters. Right. He's, like, jump roping with this fucking big chain and twirling a butterfly knife. <laughs> and they got these, like... Just thuggish nursery rhymes too about stabbing your ass and beating you to death with that chain, but it's all poppy and kid voices, and they're like <laughs> clapping along with it. <laughs> just, I need to make. We're that's the next movie. That that that's the the fifth movie we've got. We've got so many fucking movies, dude. <laughs> bully, bully. Yeah, uh. the name of the movie <clears throat> needs to be bullied. Bully, bully. I don't know. One, two, gonna stab you. <laughs> no, we're not writing nursery rhymes. I don't go. I don't. I don't get into that. I'm not good with nursery rhymes. I gotta find somebody. I put more thought into it from the the old school. Like, uh, like old school English. It's got to be somebody. That's where all the good nursery rhymes came from. So, I got I got to find some somebody whose fucking great great grandmother was somebody that, that came up with you know one of them popular nursery rhymes. I got to find somebody that's related to the person that came up with uh, "Ring Around the Rosies." Yeah, that is the darkest nursery rhyme ever. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, I just have the kids reading, like, memorizing grim fairy tales. Because if they memorize the whole thing, that's going to be some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so now that I've tormented my business through video. Oh, God. Or they'll t- I want to see a nine-year-old just redoing Mother Goose by Andrew Dice Clay. So you have a nine-year-old with a <laughs> fucking knife and a chain gun. Little Miss Muffet. Hickory Dick. Sat on a tuffet. Oh! Along came a spider, sat down beside it and said, Yo, bitch, what's in the bowl? What's in the bowl? <laughs> fucking Dice was the shit, man. I'm not gonna lie. Could you imagine like a nine year old going, little boy blue? <laughs> yeah. He needed the money. <laughs> Ow. Oh. Dude, I wish I wish that shit would fly nowadays, man. I hate 
I I really hate how sensitive everybody is. I mean, yeah, there's there's some shit that people have a right to be sensitive about, and a lot of that has gotten better. But there is stuff that they they kind of they reach too far. Like you're not allowed to tell jokes about a lot of shit, and I don't get it. And it's not that you're not allowed to. People just don't know how to take fucking jokes anymore. It's it's comedy. It's humor. Like, either laugh or get the fuck out, dude. You don't have to be there. You don't have to watch it. Shut it off. Mm-hmm. I mean, well. Teen Mom is a fucking show. Like, <laughs> I've, I've wanted that canceled for all of, like, since it started. But if MTV can have a show where they pay 16-year-old girls that got pregnant like dipshits, then people can tell fucked up jokes. That's my thoughts. <laughs> Like, nobody should be getting fucking successful and rich because they were stupid and had unprotected sex at 16 years old, let alone have fucking three seasons of the show with them on there. And they fucking it's I don't think they get paid that much, though. Um, Yeah, they do. And they get paid, period. So they should not be getting paid for that. I waited until I was an adult to have a kid. Somebody going to pay me for that? I mean, no, exactly. So why do they get fucking? I'm way funnier than they because are because they're 16. I mean, give me a TV show. My family's mm-hmm. fucked up. We're great, right? We'd be awesome entertainment. I don't mean fucked up in a bad way either. I mean, we're hilarious. You get all of this with background people. <laughs> Uh, I think too highly of my comedic talents. <laughs> That's all right. We are pretty funny sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. There'll be one joke out of every episode that actually hit home. I'm proud of you. That's <laughs> <laughs> my throw out. The one. I don't. I don't know what the one in this one is going to be, but. Um. Me neither. I think. I think honestly, this uh, this this movie was it's too for me. It, it's it's too deep and too real for me to have my normal lightness and make jokes. I I can't make jokes as as I've already said. You know, there are, there are parts of the movie that I don't agree with, and I wish wouldn't have been done the way they were. But the overall message of the movie and premise of um that's that's not a joking matter to me we can go back to talking about donald trump's dumbass. i mean fuck i make jokes about him all day mm. i wish the cartoon villain wasn't in it yeah like i agree i don't there's, there's just yeah there was there was some things I, I want it to be appreciated for what it is um more than I want to pick it apart. I mean, I did pick it apart, but I'm still going to appreciate the movie. It's kind of... Dude, that shit's scary, man. It is. It's it's scary to me. Yeah. I feel like it could have been a better movie, though. It could have been a better movie. I was actually... I was talking about that. Um, Bella and I watched it together and we were actually 
agreeing with each other that had Jordan Peele done this movie, it would have came out better. Well, yeah, I mean, he should have he should have done it. I think I think the premise, the story of it works well, and I think I think he would have just next leveled it. You know what I mean? Like it's right here, and he would have. Right, because he would have. Um, it, it's more. I think he'd make it a little bit more satirical. Because most of his movies are like. I don't know if he would. There, like, yeah. there is not. Much I think it works better. Satire in his work. <laughs> yeah, you know, just because it's not like haha, it's not. <laughs> the, it's mostly a over exaggeration of. Certain elements is what basically makes it a satire. This one, they took it way too serious for such a cartoon villain to be the... Like, if you're going to take it super serious, make um make them seem not cartoonish, I think. Like, um, you know, like, Ted Bundy is a lot scarier than Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> Why... <laughs> What what is that from? <laughs> Whiplash. What's what from? Uh, that's Dudley Do Right, I think. He's always tying the chick to the Wero checks, <laughs> twirling his mustache. Huh. I've only seen Dudley Do Right once. I'm trying to remember. Is that Brendan Fraser? Oh, the movie. Yeah, it was a cartoon before that. Really? Yeah, on the Rocky and Bullwinkle. Um... No way, man. I grew up watching Rocky and Bullwinkle. Well, you must have missed Dudley Durate. <laughs> they were. Um... Wait, no, I didn't. He was the Mountie. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Dudley Durate. Yeah. Weird. I don't know why I didn't just think about that now until you fucking said that. I remember him on Rocky and Bullwinkle. That's. Odd. He's usually my go-to when I try to compare things to cartoons. <laughs> That's also odd. <laughs> well, I mean, I figured everyone knows who Stanley Whiplash is, but I guess I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. But that's just because it's been a long time since I've seen any cartoon for that matter that I, I would consider can... it a cartoon you know what I mean like I still yeah. watch animated stuff but I don't really watch cartoons and mainly because they cut out Saturday morning cartoons right that sucks alright fine I'll compare more to um, a Bond villain not the good Bond villain like not not that they're bad but not like um, not like the Casino Royale one where he's an actual fleshed out character more like Dr. No Okay. I expect you to die. Man with a golden gun. Yeah. I think only one of their villains has really been um I don't like, think they really focused on that back then, you know what I mean? No. They like, were uh, bad and then you have to good. It was more uh focusing on James Bond womanizing and <laughs> <Yeah>. beating ass. <laughs> yeah. 
Like he fucking he like I don't know, man. I don't want to start talking about James Bond. There's so <laughs> many movies, dude. Yeah, but the well, when I, like they didn't pay attention to that before, but I think throughout the whole series, there's one character that's actually fleshed out. Because that movie had like three sequels, and those characters aren't very fleshed out. So the one had like a villain that you go, I could, I kind of see you being a villain. Best James Bond. Go. Best James Bond, like actor or um. Yes, who was the best James Bond? Uh, I like Sean Connery. Fair enough. Timothy Dalton. Yeah, I liked his one movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got Sean Connery, who's like six deep. You got Roger Moore, who is like five. Yeah, I wasn't five a fan of Roger films. Moore. Yeah, you know what? Me neither. Nothing he's bad. He wasn't bad. Me neither. But... I'm just, I wouldn't put him in my top three. No. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, Timothy Dalton. I don't know why. I liked I liked T. Dalton as James mm-hmm. Bond. But uh, I also liked... Um, I like Daniel Craig. I will say that. I do like Daniel Craig as James Bond, but I think the James Bond movies that he does have a different feel than James Bond movies used to. These are like fucking Christopher Nolan style James Bond movies. You got IMAX shit. There's four of them, right? The Daniel Craig? Uh, I think there will Casino be. Casino Royale. Casino um... Royale, Quantum of Solace. Um... Was the Skyfall, Skyfall, and then Spectre. So yeah, four. Yeah, is Spectre. So that's already done, right? Yeah, yeah, that's out. It's been done. So out of those four, I really liked Casino Royale and Skyfall. So Casino Royale is a remake, and it was amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's just another adaptation, and the first movie wasn't really that great of an adaptation, anyway. No, it wasn't. That's why I said it was amazing because mm-hmm. it was it was way better. Um, I liked I think two of the Pierce Brosnan ones. Uh, I think I, I liked Goldeneye. I liked the video game Goldeneye. <laughs> so did I. I. Oh my god. I loved fucking Goldeneye, man. I beat all the speedruns. I had everything unlocked for that game. I was now, I was amazing at gold. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, and I never played as odd job. And if you did, I still killed the shit out of you. I liked um the game, but I I think I that's the, the only Pierce Brosnan one that I um um I liked I liked that one, and I liked I liked Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, then I I should specify I liked them when I first saw them, and when I first mm-hmm. saw them. I was like a teenager, so I have never watched them again because I have rewatched the other ones that he did, and I didn't really care for them. I don't want to ruin the ones I did like. I just um, I want to I want to remember them in their glory, like just die again here. yesterday or whatever. Um, something not die die again <laughs> sounds familiar. Die again, die again yesterday. 
God, who else? There's there's the there's another James death. Bond, and I don't remember um, who it is. Fuck. It's um Roger Moore, Sean Connery, Timothy Dalton. There's another guy that only did two or three Bond movies before Pierce Brosnan. Oh, uh, fuck! I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Hmm. I guess it doesn't that- really matter. I don't know. I wouldn't really consider Casino Royale a remake. I just figure it is an actual adaptation of the book. Yeah, it's a worthwhile adaptation. That's like, I don't consider The Witches a remake. I consider it trash. Yeah, I consider it. Yeah, it's trash. I don't consider it a remake either. It's just another adaptation. Which is. All right, so. <laughs> like, with adaptations, it's weird to call things remakes. Um, but it's. Um... It is, because they're not really. They're not remaking the film that came before it. They're reinterpreting the source material more often than not. There are some cases where they are remaking the movie. Like, um, yeah. let's say The Ring. Um, that's completely different from the book. And what the added, um, like, supernatural stuff that they add to, like, the ghost story stuff transferred over to the new movie. So that's kind of like, that's a remake. Yeah. Ringu to the ring, yeah. And those movies, man. I... I really... I liked the the Japanese Ringu movies. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked the ring. I, I, I liked the sequel. Rings, man. Oh man, that went downhill. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I know Sometimes I had some good ideas people, though. Rings could have worked. Yeah, I had good ideas. It just the premise is crazy good, but. I don't think they know what to do with the good idea. They, um... It's like Gremlins 2. <laughs> you know, like, fucking 50 people sat in a room and they were like, what should we do? And everybody had an idea and they're like, we'll put them all in there. Mm-hmm. Well, the idea was, like, really good I and it kind of flows. <laughs> it flows with the other movies if you, like... No, it was this it was, was good. Yep, it just wasn't, good. you know, like... No, the idea was good. Yeah. I, that's going to be as far as I go. Yeah. I'm not going to say the movie, the movie wasn't good. No. I don't know. And, but I liked Vincent D'Onofrio's um, performance. You know what was better everything. than Rings? The satire that Scary Movie did on Rings. Uh, you the third one? Uh, yeah, the one with the ring bitch. Yeah. And the aliens. Yeah, and the signs and the ring. Yeah, it was fucking great. Yeah, that was a pretty fun movie. It was way That's, better than rings. I think that was the last one that was actually funny. It, it was the first one that was less funny. Yeah, but it's the last one that was actually funny. Yeah. It might have been less funny, but it's the last one that, like, yeah. It was no, it was good. I I liked it. I'm not gonna lie, and I only liked it because, um, God, what's the guy's name? I think the, I think the person that wrote that 
is the same person that did uh, Naked Gun. And, oh, Jerry Zucker. Or... Um, and a couple of those other Leslie Nielsen movies. And Leslie Nielsen himself, I mean, fuck, dude, put him in anything. He kills me. I loved Leslie Nielsen growing up. He was, yeah, he's, he's one the, of my favorite comedic actors. He's the only good part with the newer um, scary movies. Even like the fourth and fifth, every time he showed up, you yeah, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, it was just, yeah, priceless. He, Leslie Nielsen was, he was a comedic icon for his, his just, his delivery, his screen presence. Like, the ridiculous nature of the material was never conveyed through him. You know what I mean? Like, he was always... The straight man. Yeah, he was straight-faced and serious the whole time, which it made things that much better and funnier when they came out of his mouth or when he acted out scenes or when yeah. he's punching little kids. Like... <laughs> It was like the, um, fuck, what was it? Oh, Mr. Magoo movie that he was in. The movie is not that great, but his performance is like, it makes the, that entire movie worth, um, it does watching. I've actually rewatched that movie just because of his performance and watching him. It is, it's not very Magoo. I mean, the character's there and the character is still blind that's about as Magoo as the <laughs> movie is you know what I mean but him yeah well I mean it is pretty Magoo it's uh slapstick um blind guy jokes yeah I just I I didn't feel it was I mean obviously it's they're different mediums so you got a live action movie versus a cartoon they they kind of they pull off some of the stuff really well. I will give them that. <laughs> but at the same time, it. I used to watch Mr. Magoo. What's like that uh, Rocky and Bowling? Oh movie. my god! I, think that I turned was out. just okay. thinking that right before you said it. Like, uh, was it, was it Robert De Niro? That was not as good. <laughs> it, it still was. It was something. It's not as bad as everyone. Um. No, it wasn't terrible. It's just, it's not as good as Mr. Magoo. And that's probably because Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, I still liked it as a kid. And then, like, Dudley Do-Right. I like that movie because of Brendan Fraser. Yeah, I like Dudley Do-Right. Brendan Fraser, man. We miss you. I hope you come back to acting. I really do. Um, I mean, on a grander scheme... I know you're still acting. I love you on Doom Patrol. Yeah, he's great in that. Right? I just I I miss I miss Brandon Fraser being a leading man. He he's so talented and he is so just he's uh, what's the word Likeable. I'm looking for? That, but well, yes, absolutely. No matter the role he's playing, but he—he's like a chameleon, man. He played so many different roles, and he's his execution of each one is on the same level, and it's that's a high bar. You know what I'm saying? I'm not—he's not trash in everything he's in. He actually he does a great job in everything he's in. I liked, I liked his fucking stoner 
caveman in Encino man, AKA yeah. California man. He was great <laughs> in that. He was awesome as the idiot Tarzan. He George was, of the jungle. Yeah. Uh, that I call him the idiot Tarzan because George of the jungle is pretty much a dumb the idiot version of Tarzan. <laughs> Not that he played him as an idiot. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. that's, that's what the character is. It's a, it's a comedic version of Tarzan. The second one would be in a totally better movie if Brendan Fraser came back. Yes. Uh, I think scheduling conflicts because of how popular he was. Oh, they say in the movie that it's um, money. Was it? (laughs) That's what they say in the movie is that he was too expensive. It's a joke, but like, I don't, it might be like, Oh, no, True. they're probably dead serious. <laughs> yeah. They love to well, throw shit like that in there. That's like Fuller yeah. House when they put that on Netflix. Uh, they make a joke about how Mary-Kate and Ashley Oslin, they, they say the, the daughter's name, but... Uh, oh, um, fuck. What was her name? Uh, I don't watch Fuller House, so... Well, it was from Full House. I don't watch Full House either. I can't remember her name. What was, was what was the little Ashley? girl's? No, it's not Mary or Ashley. Uh, oh my god! Hey Google, what was Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's character's name on Full House? Mary Kate Olsen plays Michelle Tanner. In Michelle. Ah, thanks Google. Um, you had Google there the whole time, and you were like trying to figure out like. Shit. Yeah, that's how I roll. Yeah, see, hmm. that's how you know when I know shit and when I don't know shit. Because if I don't know something, I ask my Google. <laughs> Most of the shit just comes off my head. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Michelle, they make a joke and they're like, where's Michelle when everybody gets back together? And they're like, oh, she's too expensive for us now. <laughs> I was like, damn. That's pretty funny. Just throwing it at the Olsen twins. Not even giving a shit. Because well, they're, they're the only people that didn't come back for the reunion. Oh, Saget came back? Oh, fuck yeah. Saget was in the first season. He might even still be coming on the show. Saget's a fucking champ, man. He, dude, everybody knows him as Danny Tanner. I think, yeah, he was the dad. I don't know him as Danny <laughs> Tanner. I grew up with his fucking stand-up comedy. Yeah, he's fucking... Like, that dude was raunchy as shit, man. When you see him as Danny Tanner, you're like, uh, that's weird <laughs> but... did you ever watch um farce of the penguins that movie he did yeah that was hilarious dude i i was um so how was that show uh let me see your voice is a new show where people come out and sing but they're, they're lip syncing and somebody has to guess whether or not they're actually a good singer and they can win a hundred thousand dollars whatever whatever they've had all these guest judges and they're usually musicians that are known for being musicians. And while I mm. know that Bob Saget is a musician, he's not really known as a musician. But I'm out cooking in the kitchen and I hear his voice on the TV and I had to walk around the wall. I'm like, is that fucking Bob Saget out here? <laughs> and it, he's sitting out there, you know, trying to coach people on who to pick, whether or not they can sing. And everybody kept saying, "I, you know, I love you, but I don't know if I would trust your opinion about this. And I'm like, you guys know that he's actually a musician, right? 
Like, Wasn't he America's Most Funny Videos, too? Yeah. Yeah. He's the original host of that. Yeah, that's what I was... I think he's I the original stuff. host. I don't know if it was on before him. He's who I grew up with on that show. And it yeah. hasn't been funny since he left that show. At least to me. I I stopped watching it, though, so... Yeah, I kind of stopped, too. Oh, excuse me. I... I don't know. Holy shit, we're at 92 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... We we bring it to the to YouTube it. and we just fucking what's up everything. Yeah, we we used to keep this shit under sixty minutes. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. We had like three episodes that went to seventy two, seventy four, and we were like, man, we got to wrap it up. Well, we attempt. Like they're all attempts. No, I don't give a shit, man. Fucking quarantine. Right. All right. So, what do you, you like, like to the do movie? That's better than fucking sitting here listening to us rant? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Put so it on you your like fucking the play later. I already said I like the movie. I hope everybody yeah. sees it. All right. So, you recommend the movie to everybody? Would you like to tell them where they can find you so we could cut? I this? like the movie, and I want people to appreciate the fact that it might not be a horror movie to you, but it is a horror movie. It is a fucking. Just not a. It's not a supernatural thought. horror movie. It's not supernatural at all. And if it came off like that in the trailers, that sucks. But I've already said how I feel about trailers. I will continue to say how I feel about trailers. Because they... They ruin shit. They do. In more ways than one. Anyway, you can find me on YouTube at Loonsville, the podcast. You also can find me on Twitch at twitch.com backslash gbird, G-E-E-F-Bird, and everywhere else, every social media, um, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Slasher, Kick, uh, Periscope, if that still exists. It, I think per well... I think they might have gotten... Uh, what's that? What's that word? Um, Merged. Yeah, I think with the newer version. Well, I don't know because it's the live stream for Twitter, so I don't know if yeah. Twitter enveloped that and just put it into them. I don't know if you can live stream straight to Twitter now, but if not, then yeah. that Periscope still exists. I think I penetrated Twitter. <laughs> <Did you penetrate> Twitter. <laughs> Oh my god, why is that so funny to me? You know what that makes me think of? Night of the Demons when she penetrates her titter with that fucking lipstick. Right? We need to talk about Night of the Demons. So this one time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, running gag. Um, yeah. It's the first time it's been heard on YouTubes. Yeah, dude. So we're going to do Night of the Demons tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to recycle all my old jokes. We should. <laughs> I yeah. mean, we don't have to. I'm loaded with material. It just comes naturally. <laughs> Same for you. We don't we don't recycle old shit. We could totally re-record old fucking shit that we watched though for the <laughs> YouTube. We could just lip-sync yeah. it, like play the audio. I could just put the audio track over the video and we could just sit here. Yeah, it's very easy for me to lip-sync.
Yeah, no, we can do it. I'm just kidding. There was a lot of mouth movements, and later on, I'm going to put an audio track in there that does not line up with this. I'm not actually going to do that. I'm fucking like a kung fu movie. Exactly, not just any kung fu movie, but kung fu, kung pao. Enter kung the pao. I like Kung Fu Hustle. That was a good movie. Kung Fu Hustle. We should do that movie. That movie blew the fucking roof off. That that movie was amazing on so many levels. It, I don't know. I think I want to talk about some shitty movies. Yeah, we we definitely need to do more shitty movies. We do. Yeah, that, that's an important part. Um, because those are most of the movies that I, I watch. I have some, uh, well, some of them I wouldn't consider shitty, but I don't know. They they have shark fights. It makes it a good movie. Well, as long as there's shark fights. They blew their whole fucking budget on that shark fight, dude, and it was so there's, worth it. <laughs> there's, there's Santa Jaws, so maybe um, that might be a good Christmas special. I don't know, man. I mean, I think... Now that uh, we're going to do it on YouTube, we should totally, we should do everything with Santa in it. (laughs) Santa is a dick. He is a dick. And we get to explain to the the YouTube verse why uh, Santa's a dick, too. Well, yeah, Santa's always been a dick. He touched me in my privates. He didn't really. It's a a running gag about uh, Jacob's Ladder. Oh man, you messed it up. You should have just kept going with it. It's almost like the Monty Python joke. You know what? <laughs> I did. I ruined it. Yeah, killed it. We could do some Monty Python movies too. Uh, but those aren't bad. Those are good. No, they're fucking amazing. I love Monty Python. Life of Brian. <laughs> Holy Grail. Meaning of Life. I don't think I could. Re- I don't think I could uh, review those movies because the entire episode will be like, "Always look on the bright side." I, I just, <laughs> I couldn't either. Where did you get Every that? Every sperm is sacred. What? what? You got two empty halves of coconut and you're banging them together. I found it. You found it. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a tropical fruit. Yeah. Swallow carried it. <laughs> you fucking, I love doing it. Wait, I'm going to go off. I can, yeah. Monty Python's great. We are fucking, you know what? I don't, I don't think I'm going to have to edit this one though. We didn't have any issues. So that's cool. So this one doesn't have to be cut down. We kind of stayed. Well, the beginning. Yeah. I'll trim the, the front. Just because I started recording before we actually started recording, but yeah, um, you, you can so edit cool like I do because this is this is right now seven minutes shorter than the first one we put up. So actually, or no, well, it's it's twelve minutes longer. That was an hour and thirty-seven minutes. Uh, it was longer than this before I edited the fuck out of it. Two hundred and seventeen edits, man. It's crazy crazy at one point you won't even notice it because it's not in the youtube but you could hear it on the the podcast mm-hmm. like you you stumbled over your words and you were like fuck 
And I, I cut that out and it's so <laughs> perfect. Like you don't stumble at all and you just go right into what you were saying. And I was like, man, that's a fucking clean edit. <laughs> and I was, I listened to it like five times over and over just cause I was like, I'm getting good. <laughs> hey, my stumbling makes it more authentic. It does. But you seem genuinely upset with that one. I stammer <laughs> over my own shit too. I was I was primarily just cutting out dead air and then, you know, some shit where we were we trailed off cuz we were talking about being done and then I was like fucking with my hat. Yeah. And we were talking about how it was kind of going long and then we literally spend 10 minutes talking about how we should be done and then we go for <laughs> another 20 minutes. <laughs> so I cut out that 10 minutes and then I left the other 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh, uh, I left in the blue, blue, blue. It was a, a nod to the, you know, couple of the first podcasts we ever did. Yeah. Right. Maybe, oh, uh, maybe we could uh, have another screen that has like the trailer going or something. I could actually do that uh, in the editing program. I can. I can throw stuff in like I could, it it could be, it could be right. You need to, you need to put your hand. No point, point at the corner. No, where my fingers pointing. Yeah. It could be right in here. (laughs) We got to get better at syncing this up. (laughs) But are you over there? Yes. Are you over there? Am I, am I over there on your screen? No, you're Am I pointing at you right now? Yeah. Oh, see, on my screen, I'm pointing at you here. Yeah. That makes so much more sense. So it's it's opposites for us. I'm on the right on my screen, and I'm on the left on your screen? hmm Okay, okay. All right. So my screen's what matters, because it's what gets dubbed into the video. So it's yeah. going to be harder for you because you have to do the opposite of everything. You got to point away from me to point to me. Yeah, do that. Uh. <laughs> nice. We'll get that worked out. We're gonna, we're going to get better at it. We're going to get over there. Yeah. Blow it up. Ow. So that was our episode. <laughs> I'm I'm like fucking with my broken fingers now. <laughs> yeah. I I ha- I can't make a fist. My fingers don't close. I I have to physically pry my fingers down together to make a fist cuz I, I I broke all of my fingers. I had to do the same thing with this one. I I've mm-hmm. shattered both my hands. It's it's great. <laughs> That's that a little behind the scenes great. information. I guess I should just I should cut this to the beginning and that should just be the start of the whole show. <laughs> I've broke both my hands and then it just cuts into welcome to Loonsville. <laughs> well, like next episode I think we're gonna do Night of the Demons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do Night of the Demons tomorrow. Uh we will not be doing one tomorrow and then <laughs> Um, you'll just think that we did. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to do Night of the Demons. We might be able to do something tomorrow. Also, with the YouTube. 
I'm going to edit this out, by the way. <laughs> uh, so if you want to trim it back. Oh, no, I'm leaving the whole thing up. I'm just trimming it back. All right, whatever. I'll <laughs> leave it on here, too. Fuck it. Um, what was I just saying? Uh, actually, on the YouTubes. Yeah, something about YouTube. I lost my train of thought. Who cares, man? I like food. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think we're talking about tomorrow, and then you said actually on the YouTubes. Oh, right. Thank you. So on YouTube, when I'm uploading the, the videos, I have the ability to schedule it to upload so I can finish the processing, and then I can set it to post itself at a certain time. Oh, cool. Like I could pick a day and a time and it'll pop up that day, that time, which I like a lot because then if, um, if we get a day where we have a lot of free time, like sometimes we've had time to do two, three fucking movies we could do. That doesn't happen a lot. I know. But if, (laughs) if, if it does end up happening, we could do a few of them, record it in one shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do each one and then I can I can clip it out. I can post them all separately and set them to post themselves staggered so we don't just upload three in one day. I can set them to upload like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for instance. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, I liked that. I also liked that I figured out how to do this shit. Because <laughs> that whole like restricted to 15 minutes thing. I don't get why you have to have a suck a, a phone number on YouTube to be able to post a video to make sure you're real. I'm uh, I'm about as real as they come, one hundred percent. So, on that note, we are now at one hundred and six minutes and forty seconds. If you watch this entire episode, hit the subscribe button because you're my hero. Which would be over there. Is it that way? Subscribe button is on the bottom right of the screen. So, yeah, it's, it's right here. Hit that subscribe button. I can't see the YouTube right now, but I know it's there. I'm a... The information on the video is down here. It talks about how dumb I am. And then um, up here is your search bar. Use that to search (laughs) more videos from us. (laughs) Yeah, all two of them. Yeah. Or double above, there's a search bar for your browser where you can look for Loonsville on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And you can catch right, on a whole bunch of shit from us. There's like fucking at least nine. You're probably right. <laughs> there's, I think there's, there's more than nine, but some of them are, some of them are pretty good. Not gonna lie, especially the <laughs> ones where we talk about stuff that has nothing to do with the movie we're reviewing, which is usually every single one we do. Yeah. I mean, it happens a lot. It does. It's a staple of the podcast. I don't even give a shit. Like, we had this idea to stay on task one time, and I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah, you can't stay on task. But 
after I got information episode. from uh, some viewers that, you know, write and direct movies, and they were like, I loved that. I was like, fuck it. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I think no matter if we try to stay on topic or not, we still... Um, yeah, no, don't. it's not happening. I, I tangent... I should get a tattoo right here that says I tangent. Nobody would understand it. And then right over here it'd say uh, Santa's a dick. Yeah. And you're doing the editing the fuck out of it now. I am. I totally am. This one I'm going to keep. I think I'm going to leave it. Just trim that front. Yeah. And then Uh, uh, we'll be good. Eventually I'm going to get a green screen back here instead of this nice purple You're going to get a green screen? You're going to be a show-off. I am. I'm going to get a green screen. I need one for my uh, my Twitch stream. <laughs> I appreciate you guys listening or and or watching. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that... both. Um, even if you did one or the other, drop into the other platform. Please like and subscribe. Leave comments. Yeah. You know, I mean... I, I say it in the information on the video. If there's anything somebody wants us to talk about, review, drop a comment. Let us know. We'll fucking do it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably end up talking about Michael Bay, but we'll, we'll yeah. try to talk about what you want. The more explorative, the better. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thank but- you.